Four Finger Discount is brought to you today by Podbean, the podcasting app that not only allows you to record on the go, but also upload from anywhere in the world on your mobile device. The Podbean app makes it simple to get started with podcasting. No expensive equipment required. All you need is an idea and Podbean does the rest. So download the Podbean app now for your Apple or Android device and enjoy the freedom of mobile podcasting. We tried to tell you these are unmanned oil rigs. Ah, close the damn thing down. No one's ever going to come. Give me 700 Krusty Burgers! You want fries with that? You did it, Dad. You saved us. I'm proud you're my father. Oh, wait. Eating. Four-finger discount, dude. Welcome to Four Finger Discount, proudly brought to you by the Simpsons Quotes and Nobody Gets Anymore Facebook page, nohomers.net, popculture.com.au and Podbean. I'm Dando. I'm Mitch. Today we're here to review Boy Scouts in the Hood. Is it in the Hood? Well, it's uh, yeah, Boy Scouts in the Hood. In the Hood? I mean, it's it, it, apostrophe N, so it's short for in, obviously, so you'd go with that inflection. Boy Scouts in the Hood. Got the name from the 1991 film that has nothing to do with junior campus. No. Whatsoever. So hilar- Ice Cube, man. This is one of the more funny conversations we've ever had off mic before recording. It's gone... <laughs> Have you ever seen Boys in the Hood? Uh, no, I haven't. Um, does that have, like does it have anything to do with camp at all? Like, <laughs> no. Ice Cube. No, man. Dando. That much I know. It does it have. Uh, for people curious, Trey is Ernest Borgnine in it. Trey, Trey, played by Cupid Gooding Jr., is sent to live with his father, Furious Styles. Sounds like a black. Is that star. the greatest name <laughs> in a non-action movie that you've ever come up with? Furious, Furious Styles. Styles. Amazing. So, Boy Scouts in the Hood. I honestly have not laughed so hard for a long time. Oh, I was mate. feeling a bit down yesterday. I whacked this on. It cheered me right up. I fucking forgot how great the scene where they got stranded was. Homer. Everything. This is peak Homer. It's so great. Like, this is... the I, only I, I th- thought it was a bit annoying whether having him be rude to Bart over the top just so they can set up the, the final act where you're saying, wussy in his wussy clothes and all that kind of stuff. I thought, eh, it's a bit much. But him just being uh, the yeah. ignorant... Oath yeah. in the fucking raft was the best. Yeah, it like what this it doesn't have the only side of Homer that this is missing that I love is when Homer sort of brings it all together and he start and he brings sweetness out of nowhere. But well, he has the knife. Oh yeah, yeah, true. You wanted to give him something as a probably a way of saying sorry yeah. for treating you like this. That's a fair point. But but as far as comedy goes, as far as like this is my favorite blend of stupid Homer. Like yeah, where he's not retarded but he's dumb <laughs> and he's really 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 fucking funny there are so many great one-liners from this there was, there was too many moments here I'm all right well that's my favorite moment and two minutes later wait, wait, that's my favorite yeah. moment but, but, you are not my son yes <laughs> i'd forgotten about that that's so good oh dad your expression doesn't leave me with much confidence <laughs> when the rap starts going down Oh my god, it's so great! Oh. <laughs> you are not my son. That, that's the like for, for people that don't remember. That's off the back of like Ned's awful joke. Like and Bart laughing. At now it. I know why they call them rapids and not slopids. Bart laughing. You are not my son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that they're all dressed up. He's just in a beater, yeah. a singlet. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so we'll get to all the great moments. But what was your favorite moment? I think that was the that topped the cake for me. That was it for you. Um. <laughs> For me, it's the sheer joy in Homer when he walks into Krusty Burger. <laughs> Give me seven hundred Krusty yeah. Burgers. But um, before that, the leading him, leading the way with his nose, like where we've got Homer, who's got them into this awful situation. He's been useless the whole way through, <laughs> and then he saves them the only way he knows how by sniffing out hamburgers. Yeah, he saves the day. Yeah, <laughs> I also like the seagulls only come out to see to die. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> Oh my god, it was like five minutes there where I just couldn't breathe. It was yeah. just so fucking great. So, basically, that's my thoughts on the episode. I just thought it was just... To me, I think this is the funniest episode of season five. I found yeah. this funnier. I found it funnier than anything. Maybe, though, we found it funny because we couldn't remember how funny it was. It could have been, so been an Kate, element of it. When you watch Cape Fear and whatnot, it's like you're expecting the gag because you've seen it so many yeah. times. Yeah, there's definitely... There could be an element of that, but I would certainly hold this up there with that... With anything else as being one of the best episodes. That last act, man, just had me in stitches. So, trivia about yes. the episode. I've got, got a, only few. got a couple of questions. One of them was the 700 oh, Krusty Burgers. I've got a few questions, actually. But I've, You start off then. Okay, then. Um, what is the name of the game that Bart is playing in the arcade? It's it's 
like a Panamanian man or something. Panamanian strong man. Panamanian I'll strong give you man, half yeah. point. I don't know what that is. Nothing. Okay, okay, it's, it's just, just made up. Just a random thing. I that thought they made up. Yeah, just made up race. Okay. Uh, what? No, it's not a made up race. Panama is a country. I bet it's a made up game. Made up race. What two movies have? I've, I've gone. What the fuck? <laughs> I've checked out. You're asking if what the fuck is Panama? Is Spike Lee and Ice Cube making movies about camp? And what is Panama? Where is Panama? It's it's um South America, Panama Canal. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> it's a fucking Van Halen song. That's all I know. What? So, what? You thought they just made it up? Yes. The song's about going there. No, is it? <laughs> I don't know. What two movies have their own arcade machines in the arcade at the start? Uh, My dinner with Andre. No, no, not, not including that one. It's oh. transitioning across and you see him in the background. Oh, okay. Uh, then I'm not Two sure. very popular movies from the 80s slash 90s. Cobra? No, Alien and Terminator. Oh, okay. Oh, well, they'd be legitimate ones. Yeah, they're actual games, yeah. Um, My Dinner with Andre. Hilarious choice, by the way. Yep. That is the, My Dinner with Andre, for people that haven't seen it, I think it's about a 90-minute film, and the entirety of the film is just two people sitting down at dinner. Tell That's me it. more. <laughs> uh, what is the point of money? To buy goods and services? Yes. <laughs> yes. It barely counts as trivia. I just wanted to squeeze that quote in. What? Oh, no. It could be exchanged for goods and services. Yeah. 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 Uh, what did Barney wake up on a pile of? Uh, like a garbage bar- barley. Oh, it's barley. Pretty sure it said barley on the bag. Or did it say garbage? Oh, okay. I, no. it was, I was half asleep when I watched it. I thought it said barley. No, there's every chance it did say barley then. I didn't look. Mailbag at four-figure <laughs> discount. Was I correct? I'm not going back. <laughs> um, what was the name of the knife safety book? Don't do what Donny... No. No? No, that's what Bart says out loud, but it wasn't the name of the... Oh, the do's and don'ts of Donny... The 10 do's and 500 don'ts of oh, knife okay. safety. Yep, got me. In the police station in the background, when we call through to Chief Wiggum, there are three wanted posters in the background. Two of them are recurring characters. Who were they? It's Fat Tony. Yes. And... Recurring characters. Well, there's well, one a character that's been in an episode from before. season one. It's the babysitter bandit. Yes. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Yep. Do you have any more questions? I'm out. So uh, okay, I do. But the next two aren't specifically from the episode. Mm-hmm. But these are little tidbits that I know you're not going to get. So, um, Katie Long, if you're still keeping track of the trivia at home, don't just exclude these next two. This We're is about little, to learn shit. We are gonna. We're gonna get educated in the actual song "New York, New York" from the movie "On the Town." Mm-hmm. What is up and what is down? The Bronx is up and the battery's down. Okay. Yeah. Um, which, is, you know, the Bronx is north, so it's it's a fact. It makes sense. Yes. yes. Um, who attacks the campers at the end of the film with Ernest Borgnine, Borgnine sitting around the campfire? Yeah, it's either Freddy, uh, Jason from Friday the 13th. Yes, that's who it is. Because it's, it's the music from Friday yeah, the 13th. I yeah. don't know whether that, that's what, exactly what they're yeah, going for. Which yeah. is a great gag that they end up in Camp Crystal Lake. Yes. And there's another bit that we get to of another fantastic movie that's Deliverance. referenced. Yeah. yeah. The mu- wow. fucking I was going to hold that as a... Oh, sorry. This is as a tease. <laughs> sorry. The music. <laughs> and them just like floating slowly. And, and, the- and then... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah it's a little redneck laugh. Oh, fuck. It was funny. Poor Ernest has had a bad run. <laughs> Why... Homer... <laughs> Why couldn't we be on the smart raft? Because <laughs> <laughs> them just... Oh, man. Anyway, so... There's a good Friday night in, by the way. If, if people don't have no plans later on in the evening, go watch Deliverance and Friday the 13th Part 2 back-to-back. You'll never go camping again. No. Few facts. The episode was recorded at the Village Recorder in West LA. Okay. Apparently. I don't know why that means anything, but I've read it out. In the final scene of the episode, Bergnoyen plays a guitar. <laughs> you just summed up politics in the year 2017. <laughs> I don't know why it means anything, but I read it out. And <laughs> um, Bergnoin brought his, his, he likes to sing and play guitar. He actually brought his own guitar oh, okay. in and was yeah, playing right. his own guitar. And he was a little worried that he didn't sound any good. But uh, Nancy Cartwright said that she felt he brought a sense of realism to it. Okay. His own character. Hank Azaria also said... Um, brought his own campfire into the studio <laughs> as well. <laughs> he said that Bergnoin had no idea what the hell he was doing. He, said yeah. he was a good actor and like he knew what he was doing. He read his yeah, lines yeah. and whatnot, but yep. he had no idea what the show was or why he was even there. He was only there because his grandchildren were fans. Is that why? Yeah. Okay. Which is much the same reason why Tommy Lee Jones ended up in Batman, just as a little tidbit. How? He, he knew very little about it. But so, because, they, because his children, grandchildren like Batman? Either children or grandchildren, depending on how old he was, how old the kids were, but they had a bunch of Batman toys and he went, oh, well, I get to go be in a movie that he'll want to watch instead of being in like The Fugitive and stuff like that. I get to go watch. Him, I get to go make a movie for my kids. 
He was good. I liked him as Two Face. Yeah, he was pretty good. Like that movie is ridiculous. Yeah, but Two Face and and the Riddler are the. Um, I think Jim, that's one of Jim Carrey's best roles. Yeah, there's a great little thing of uh, Todd uh, of um, Tommy Lee Jones not liking Jim Carrey. Where they're out for dinner or something like that, and they're sitting down, and at one point, I don't know, Jim's made a joke of some kind, and it, is it tolerate or abide? Um, I I might be misquoting this to an extent, but Tommy Lee gets up and leaves. Jim says, "What are you doing?" And he goes, "I cannot buy a, I cannot abide by your tomfoolery." <laughs> Walks out. <laughs> Is that in Batman? No, that was just behind the scenes. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> that really chose that to... actually happened. Yeah, he didn't like Jim Carrey. <laughs> that's, the and that's the way he chose to tell him. That is the best. Yeah. Apparently, he's a real dick when it comes to press conferences and interviews as well. He's really hard to get answers out Seems of. Seems prickly. Yeah, like just got a chip on his shoulder for some reason. So, the episode, original air date was November 18th, 1993. No chalkboard gag with the couch gag was there was eyes floating. Lights get flicked on, the family runs in without any eyes and they pop them in. Yep. It's how I get ready for work in the morning. It's the only way. It kicks off at the arcade. I miss those days, man. The local arcade. We've got time zone, but it's just Mm. all... I miss the pinnies and things like that. I never played pinballs much. I was more into shooting games, so time zone still works for me. We've still got the um, time chronicle, I guess. Time crisis and virtual cup. That was that was time crisis was the shit, man. Yeah, it was great. But you always had the games like House of Dead had the curtains. Yeah, and you yeah, didn't yeah. dare venture in. You'd pick no, no, nah, that's it. I wasn't eighteen. Yeah. I wasn't allowed behind that curtain. <laughs> but when kids were getting in and out of it, you'd be like, "Oh, what's in there? What's yeah. in there?" So obviously, Bart and Millhouse are playing the what's the game called? Panamanian Strongman. Yes. Is it what? What's the purpose of this game? Is it meant to be just a I political don't joke? Know. I don't get <laughs> it. I really don't know. No, like, it, was, it was lost on me. Well, George Bush don't do drugs, so that like George Bush was kind of the. I don't know if he... Ki- no, he definitely didn't kick off, but like he was big on the whole war on drugs in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why the Panamanian strongman happened to be from Panama, and I certainly don't know why he was appropriated to be King Kong. Subtle racism without meaning to, I guess. Then Bart is out of money. He can't put any more in. Yeah. We get one of those gags where they cut away and they're yep. watching it on the TV. Two Caucasians. Two Caucasians, yes. Yeah. And it was a good reveal too of you think it's going to be a big security guard. And yeah, it's a yeah. Squeaky voice team. Yep. I'm afraid you'll have to leave... <laughs> So they're at the front and Bart and Milhouse are just beside themselves. Like they're at the mm. front of the arcade. They don't know what to do now. And they're saying, there's, there's nothing to do. And then the uh, homeless guy walks up. You got, you got to seize the day. You got any spare change so I can go get loaded? <laughs> Cuts to... Have you ever given money to a homeless person? We gave a oh, homeless yeah, guy... All the time. Yeah, I gave a homeless guy and his dog a sandwich and a tin of dog food when we were in San Francisco. Mm. I just I couldn't help it. Yeah. And the locals there are like, don't give him money. Don't give him food. I'm like, fuck you. Like, yeah. No, they're there. If you've got money, give. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Um, there was a very funny bit in uh, Daniel Kirsten's show. Um, it's only a work in progress bit, so I don't feel about. I don't feel bad about talking about this. But he was talking about the concept of there are charities that are like, don't give it to the homeless people because they'll only you know spend it on things. If you give the money to us, then we can go and spend it on infrastructure and all that sort of stuff. And that statistically, like if you looked on a cost benefit analysis, it's infinitely better to give to those things. But by doing that, you lose the human connection. You lose that moment. And he adopted this very condescending voice. He was like, you lose that moment when you get to go, hello, let me fix everything for you. Here's 10 bucks. (laughs) All your Your problems are over. Your life is fixed. You now live happily ever after. Homer's then at home and he's reading... One of his favourite pastimes is reading the ingredients. Yes. Well, it was reading some of the old classics. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Honey, <laughs> and this is, the delivery on this is so funny, but honey roasted peanuts. Ingredients. Yes. I love the way he really goes up. He gets so like, aha. That's, that's the key. <laughs> Chapter one. This next part, where Marsh walks in and I'm going to get some stuff for tea. Steak. Uh, money's too tight for steak. 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 I've, I've tried this on Nicola and it works. Yeah, good. Not steak. I think it was risotto. Yeah, it's like no, no. We're going to cook it. No risotto. <laughs> Fine risotto. <laughs> so any listeners out there that want their partner to cook food, just keep repeating it until they give in. It actually works. Then Homer is about to eat the last peanut. Mm. <laughs> the reaction here is covered. Well, it covered in the oil of all of your um, discarded brothers or something yes. along those lines. Throws it in. Oh, something's, something's wrong. wrong. <laughs> So he's lost it underneath the couch, yep. or he thinks it's under the couch. I've had these moments before where you're re- reaching under furniture of what you don't, you don't know what's under there. No, could be a dead mouse, could be anything. Hmm. Oh, pointy! You slimy! Oh, moving! Aha! Uh-huh. Oh, twenty dollars! I wanted a peanut. Twenty dollars can buy many peanuts. Explain how. Money can be exchanged for goods and services. Woohoo! <laughs> 
This is one of the most iconic moments of the show's history, I reckon. Yeah, when it comes to Homer, Homer and his brain. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's another good one, actually, with yeah. Homer and his brain later on. So, yes. Well, well, I, again, another one that I'd forgotten about that we'll get to. Yep. I thought it was a little bit too much at the end, but we'll get to it in a moment, as he said. The ironic thing here, runs off to spend the money, slips on the peanut. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great camera angle, too, to show the peanut on the floor. Yeah. Just stepping onto it. It floats away. Good music, too. As the, the money's floating out the window. Yeah. I thought they could have done more here. I thought they could have shown... You know how in um, 22 short films they show the B? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I yeah. suppose how much... Yeah, yeah how much it, time are you going to take doing it? Yeah. It's... um. It just got, it got to Barton Millhouse very quickly. What year are we in? Sorry. 1993? Okay, so this is yeah, before Forrest Gump, so the leaf thing. There was a... Yeah, true. I couldn't find it, but I, rem- I know that there was a movie, like a bad direct-to-video movie that follows this exact premise of like a note passing hands around through different strangers so like one might someone drops it and someone else picks it up and then they spend it on something and it gets given to change to someone else and it's like these four intertwining lives all passing around a five dollar note um i cannot for the life of me think of what it's called so if anyone out there does know but i was trying to figure out if this was in some way an homage to that but i doubt it because it is a really bad movie simpsons like to take the piss out of things true and they have watched an awful lot of things yes things that no one else has watched yeah the money then eventually lands in front of Bart and Milhouse and they can't believe their luck. Like when you're a kid, Imagine. If, you, if you find $20 when you're a child, you think you're a millionaire. Yeah. What's the most amount of money you've ever found? I remember, um, well, I remember finding 20 bucks on the street once and feeling guilty. Like I had to go find who it belonged to to give it back because it was thievery. I was like, this is too much money. Like, What if what if they can't pay their rent? <laughs> <laughs> I remember as I would have been about 9, 10, I think, and there was a Gary Upper gold card at the Sunday market in Belmont here in Geelong. Mm. And it was the only gold card I needed to have the whole set of the footy cards that I wanted. And it was Gary Ablett, obviously Geelong, and I really wanted it. And mum just wouldn't buy it for me. And then I remember getting some food, and there was a $50 note that I found in the bin. And mum said, take it to the security guard, take it to the security guard. So I took him to the security guard. <laughs> hey, mum, I took it to the security guard, and he gave me this Gary Ablett gold card as a reward. <laughs> and the guy, was just, I remember him just saying, no, you can have it, mate. And looking back, he probably didn't do his job properly. But I went straight. Oh, what's he, what's he going to do? There's no way you find yeah. a loose 50. He goes, nah, mate. For being honest, you can keep it. I went straight and bought my Gary Ablett card. Nice. <laughs> Just a good memory of my childhood. Being honest and I got what I wanted. Good lesson there on saving. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I, I went straight and I spent it on something frivolous. Yes. <laughs> temporary. <laughs> Which I still have, mind you. Maybe not so temporary then. Frivolous and permanent. Bart and Milhouse were just punching each other before the money came. We need to mention. I like Milhouse. I've done, yeah, I've done that before as a kid. I like what Bart was saying. This is getting old fast. Milhouse, you think? Like he's really enjoying <laughs> yeah. it. You think? But so what, you said you did it as a child, punching each other. Yeah. That's silly. In, in moments of extreme boredom, you just sit there and punch each other in the arm until one person can't take it anymore. Oh my. <laughs> I never did that. Oh, I was a tough kid. <laughs> Obviously. They can't believe that, like, as we said, they found the $20 note. It's my father, Furious fucking Rampage, or whatever his name was. <laughs> furious <laughs> he taught Style. Me the, furious furious styles. styles. He taught me that game. Yeah. They go to buy a super squishy made entirely out of syrup. No one in the in the Quickie Mart can believe it, including Sanjay getting held up held by up, Snake. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's no big deal. Even Snake can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> The reaction of the machine as he's like it's so over the top that it's just so funny. Yeah, like, she's, I love gonna, the, she's not gonna hold. She won't hold the sweat on a poo as yep. he's trying to pour it. And the guy who bails out yep. of the store yep. can't <laughs> handle it. <laughs> Ding! And if you survive, please come again. Yeah, it's so thick, and it would be. Yeah, and the the way when Milhouse shoves it in, the straw gets stuck in his mouth. Yeah, Bart's reaction though is the best part of this whole scene. Well. That's good. Well, that, that's Millhouse. Bart is just. Oh. <laughs> and like, give me that. I just think the reaction is just amazing. It's really. I don't know how Nancy would have done that. Maybe she just said yeah. a few things and they just computerized it. Maybe. Maybe 1993 Maybe they wouldn't be able to do that. Good. Possibly so. She is very good. This leads to the infamous Springfield Springfield song. Mm. Uh, song, should say. I, as a kid, didn't know what this was referencing. I appreciate it more now. Yeah, okay. A lot of people love this. It's not my favourite Simpsons song. Like, it's fine. It's not my favourite, but it is very good. Yeah. It's oh, not. Sorry, it's not so much the song that's very good, but it's their moment of 
everything that happens. Yes. Like what it encapsulates. Yeah. yeah. Like you know, it, it's, they have an amazing night on this squishy. I just assumed they robbed a the bank though, because that twenty dollar note did not buy everything that they were <laughs> doing that night. Well. They went to cats. Deleted scene. I like the little. I love that the cat actually like. Yeah. <laughs> it was a nice little throwback though to have them go to the arcade and now be in the VIP section. Yeah. As opposed to getting thrown out. Yep. What else happens? They get the rub on tattoos. Oh, the, the skateboarding. The, yeah, skateboarding the and the, the free goo. Yeah. <laughs> from I like your pixie drink. Yeah. It's Barney. Really cool animation of a poo laughing and all the different things twirling in the background. Yeah. And then Bart wakes up. It's sort of, it's like the hangover, but in 1993. Yeah. It's a child's hangover. Well, not, yeah, not necessarily the hangover, but the, like any. Waking up not knowing what happened the night before. It's a story as old as time. Going out and having a few drinks and then staggering down to the uh, the veterans department and signing up for the army. We've all done it. Have you? Twice. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the, the main concept of Stripes from memory. Okay. Bill Murray and Harold yeah, Ramis. Yeah. I'm sure that that starts with Bill Murray and Harold Ramis getting loaded and joining the army. And that there's like, the joke is half the people on the bus have done the exact same thing. I've never got to the point where I can't remember what I did the night before. Have you ever had that experience? I wouldn't be able to tell you. <laughs> um, well, you would have woken up and gone, what the fuck happened? Um, the infamous tequila night, where I very nearly died, there are patches where it's all gone. But I can... Re- I think you may have told us this. I can vaguely remember people going through my pockets at one point. Um, did, you, did you fall on the street? Yeah, yeah. I, well, I... I I didn't I feel so much. Like, I feel like you've told I didn't the so story. much fall, but I laid there for yeah, a you, while. You were asleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, my I, body went no more. I, I, but I do remember, like, yeah, I, I probably remember about five minutes over a four-hour period, which is a little frightening. But I was probably asleep for a lot of that, so that would make sense. Exactly. I, I, yeah. No, my dad. I like. I was trying to think of other people. Very much like my dad lost an entire night once, apart from two or three little snippets. Very much the hangover style, and he had to piece together what had happened. But mostly. I managed to keep in, in control of my faculties. So let that be a lesson to your four-finger discounters. Pumps. You will not be taking advantage of one Mitch Grinter. Exactly. And getting away with it. <laughs> Lisa is just smug rubbing it in when she reveals, pulls down Bart's blanket and he's wearing the junior campus outfit. Now, why can't they just say, what, what do they have to call them junior campus for? Why instead of calling them scouts? Yeah, because um, it says on the door, this is not affiliated with the scouts. That's a very good question. Presumably. Surely that's not copyrighted. Maybe it is. Maybe you need their permission. Or maybe maybe is the it like a similar thing of like if you had have called them... Like the the Scouts might have that kind of Catholic level of wanting to sue. Like if you called them the Scouts and then you showed the Scouts as being this dangerous activity where people could potentially die or get attacked by fucking mythological... Or not mythological, but fictional horror movie characters, then the Scouts might come out and go, well, what the hell? this is not what the scouts are like and then you have to apologise. Yeah, so yeah. you call them junior campers and you can do whatever you want with the kids. Yep. Scout leaders, you cannot do whatever you want with the kids. I would just like to put that out there. I'm glad you finally told them that. Yeah. Just black and white, underline that, can't. Lisa is rubbing it into Bart, as we said. This is virtually her only scene You're not allowed episode. to do that with the kids either. <laughs> it's, she's not in the episode very much at all. This is No, Lisa and Mark have almost written out of this. Lisa's still a sub-character in season five, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. What major uh, roles has she had in any of them? That's why, like... Well, it's the thing of the term Marge episode, Lisa episode. They exist, but Homer episode and Bart episode, people don't refer it's just, to. It's a normal episode. Yeah, exactly. It's the, when, when they're in it a lot, then it suddenly becomes a Marge episode because you're like, what the hell? Why is she in this? And hmm. same deal with Lisa. So, Bart has joined the junior campers. <laughs> he just can't believe it. He's, he's so beside himself. Yeah. And then he goes, I'm never going to drink Squishy again or whatever. Then we cut to Barney. Oh, oh no. Not again. Not again. <laughs> it's happened in the past. We cut back from commercial and the family are all having breakfast. And you think Bart oh, is Another just... great Homer line. Which one? Oh, we'll get to it. Okay. You just wait. You think Bart is going to accept his fate. You know, he's... Oh, this, I know what you're going to yeah. talk about. Yeah. yeah. So it's the whole case of, you know, I've just... I've, done the wrong I've made my bed. Now yeah. I've got a weasel out of it. Yeah, I've got a weasel out of it. Yes. <laughs> to which Marge tries to talk up all of the good things Make about the cool. junior campus. Make it it's but... cool. Marge, don't discourage the boy. Weaseling out of things is important to learn. It's what separates us from the animals. Except the weasel. I love that line so much. It's just one of Homer's classic life lessons. Yeah. And again, this is one of those bits where like Homer's being stupid here, but not borderline retarded. No. Because he's able to connect. Like, wait, there is an animal that exists. It's called a weasel. He probably weasel. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. I need to fix up my mistake. I need to clarify what I've said. Yes. Bart then meets up with Milhouse at school. And it's I like this. It's sort of nostalgic in the fact that they had this night out, 
this is before social media and mobile phones. They couldn't yeah. just text each other and say, hey man, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. had to wait till he got to school before they can actually yep. discuss. Milhouse reveals that he got a dirty word shaved in the back yep. of his head. We never find out what it was. No, which is fine. I wish they had of had Skinner make a joke that revealed what the word word yeah, was. Yeah, but this way it can be whatever you want it to be. I know, but well, it, like, I feel like the line wasn't. Give funny. me a dirty word. Cock. Cock would be fine. I was going to say discharge. What? What? Or. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to... Well, you, you kind of... It's going to be short, man. It's on the back of his head. You robbed me with cock, but I was going to say tits. Okay, yeah, tits. And you have not, Skinner not, make a gag. Not, not tits. Tits! Okay, <laughs> with an exclamation mark. <laughs> Thank you. So, Bart that explains to Milhouse that he just has to take the uniform back and he can get out of it. But first he has to go to class. Yep. The bullies try to steal his uniform. Bart's like, well, I don't give a shit. No, yeah, <laughs> it just sort of shows the mentality of the bullies. They, yeah. don't, they don't even care if you are pretending. They just want to bully something. Yeah, I um, I was going to start writing, and then I I uh, thought, you know, it's a little late in the night. Let's not get too uppity about this scene. But I feel like there is a bigger discussion to be had there about uh, a kind of comment on playing your role in society. Like the bullies, it's almost like the bullies don't even care. It's just that they know that they need to be bullying. And yes. They know that Bart needs to be reacting to the bullying. And if that doesn't happen, then the whole fucking system has fallen apart. <laughs> so they just Let's go, get out of here. So they're just all going through the motions. Um, Dolph's shirt was the wrong colour too, by the way. Oh, I didn't notice that. It's but I did notice dark green. the bullies were drawn really big yes. in this scene. Um, Deliberately, I'm assuming. Yeah, of N- course. Nelson seemed very tall. Made him really he? imposing. Yeah. And not only taller, but also wider, I think. Yep. He, yeah. just, he just looked like an adult. <laughs> Bart then goes to class and... Martin puts his foot in it. Well, he doesn't put his foot in it. He puts everyone else's foot in it by saying, are we going to have a surprise test? Yeah. Wasn't going to be the case. I do like here that they cut... Well, Warren starts panicking. Yeah. Like, Warren's throughout the whole episode. He's hilarious. Doesn't really say much, but he's just a nervous little kid. What would you call him? Like, this, like He seems like an orphan, doesn't he? Well, he's not an orphan because his father's in prison, but he just seems like the really poor shit home life child. Yeah. Like the butters yes. of Simpsons. Yeah, exactly. Even Kenny. Kenny had a shit life. Yeah, true. But... Bart then realises, shit, junior campus, that gets me out of class. And yeah. it was just a cool reveal. Cut to him, half, half changed. <laughs> this was my... What's his... Um, th- uh, this uniform carries with it a lot of responsibilities or yep. something like that. This was my f- the first time I wrote down my favourite moment, purely by the delivery. When he opens the door, sees kids with an old man, just goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, he knows what's happened. Like, yeah. I want to get out of class, but this is what I have to do. Stay above the equator. Yes. <laughs> but... But just a, oh, like he knows what this is not going to be what he wants it to be. And his collar gets caught in the door, boom. And then the muffled scream. Yeah. Like you get the point of view shot of the other kid giving him CPR as Ned encourages him. Yes. Tells him what to do. It just says, oh, <laughs> love that. Throws him off. Should I keep doing it? <laughs> oh, that was so great. Oh, anyway, so. Cut to a little bit later and then we've got Ned teaching them. That see if you just spread some peanut butter on a pine cone, you've got yourself a makeshift bird feeder. <laughs> <laughs> that probably would work. I'm sure it would. Yeah, but it's just it's boring considered yeah. t- t- for Bart. So he just goes, you know what? I'm out of here. This is enough for me. Then he hears Ned talking about the pocket knives. Yeah, that piques his interest. Wow, you get to play with knives. I'll pulls out a spork. Don't yeah. hurt me. Yeah, <laughs> he says he has to study if he wants to get a, a knife. He says. Nah. Studying is for losers, man. I'm not yep. doing that. Yep. And then we get the great knife montage. How great is it? How it's great so ridiculous it that it's funny. Yeah. What do we have? Um, Molman and Mo. Just like your first knifey spoonie. Kind I of thing. said, use a coaster. <laughs> Just pulls a knife on him for like, not using a coaster. That's legitimate. Like yeah. Mo wasn't being unreasonable. Yeah, no, there. He was use a fucking t- coaster. He was going to take his head off. And then Molman. And is this your one of your most repeated lines from Molman? That's not a knife. This is a knife. No, no, no. Down I go. Oh yes, of course yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> Never forget my mate when he fell down the stairs saying that. It was amazing. There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> then we get the bullies. They trick Martin into thinking, giving With him the, the cookies. Yep. yep. And thank the knife. Oh, yeah, but that was so great. His, it was his pancreas or appendix? Pancreas. Pancreas. His pancreas is about to burst. Luckily, I've got my trusty pocket knife. But, like, you know, performs the surgery, as ridiculous as that is. But stand back. That's <laughs> amazing. Thank you, doctor. No blood, nothing. Don't thank me. Thank the knife. Not the inanimate carbon rod. Yeah. But then it was a great transition of having him holding the knife up to the front of cover of Bart's book. Yes. So Bart realizes, I'm gonna, I really want knives now. Like everyone's yep. got knives. He's reading the book. Now, what was it called again? The 
10 do's and 500 don'ts of knife safety. Don't do what Danny don't does. Even Bart's just sort of, sort of thinking, they could have made this easier. Yeah. Like, it's so difficult. This is where Homer walks in and starts taking the piss, not supportive at all, sort of setting the tone of the rest of the episode. Homer mm. not supporting Bart in the junior campus. I just thought it was a bit too much. I think it fits, though. Like, we know that Homer's... He's being a, an absolute jerk for yeah, no reason. We know, no, well, he knows that Homer, we know that Homer is against nerds and nerdy pursuits. And dweeby mm. things. Yeah, and this is the junior campus. <laughs> his child. Doesn't matter. Okay. He's act- Dan's As he declares great. later in the episode, it's not his son. I do like the, well, as he walks in. <laughs> it reminded me of the, um, when he's pretending to be the guy up in the, was it up on the rafters for the Flaming Moes. You know, he does yeah, the yeah, laugh. Yeah. That kind of tone. Dan's acting, yeah, it was great here. Bart then goes and he's done his studying, gets a rubber knife. Goes to leave again. He said, I've had enough, not want a rubber knife. We can learn how to trap wild animals, but it should only be used in case of life or death. This next scene was hilarious. But I Ooh, felt, floor pie. But I felt like it could have dragged on even longer and become one of those scenes that wasn't funny and then got funny again. Just him swinging back and forth. Could have, yeah. Because um, the dog eats it. He's like, oh. oh. <laughs> they could have spanned that out for another 10 seconds, I reckon, and it would have yep. been hilarious. I can't stress enough how much I enjoyed floor pie as a phrase, though. Yes. Like, not I just forgot pie. It. I forgot about it. Floor pie. Yes. It's a different type of pie. You have bench <laughs> pie. You have plate pie. Now you have floor pie. Bart's now starting to enjoy the junior campus. He's sewing yeah, his patches. Sewing on. his patches. I've got in, including a patch for being able to sew patches. Yes, I've got my notes here. This is actually a great Bart episode because it proves that he can be a good kid with the right direction. Yeah, because he becomes it's similar to you know the Simpsons movie when, the, when Ned takes him under his yeah. Wing. I was going to say like that, that exact same thing. Yeah, yeah, it's very similar. So Bart is actually a really good kid in this, and it's sort of it's weird that he just goes straight back to being naughty for no good reason. Well, he loses that good influence after this episode. Why? Because he stops being in the junior campus, so he's not hanging but, around but, but, but why did he, though? Because they all got eaten? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. There was a legal... They all got murdered. There was a coronial inquest. <laughs> they had to shut the program down. Uh, he's then watching Itchy and Scratchy, and Bart's just pointing out the faults. You know, He's just looking into things now. It's mm. not just a cartoon anymore. It's it's what we do. Yeah. It's, it's what I do. And you go, Brendan, it's just a cartoon. They don't yeah. have to be realistic. It's exactly what happens. Cartoons don't need to be realistic, as Homer walks past the window while he's sitting on the couch. Classic visual great, gag. Great meta joke. Um... It not only occurred to me today how, like, a lot of the time, Itchy and Scratchy is topical based on something that's happening in the town, right? This is one of the times that I noticed that this is now being topical based on what is happening in one boy's life. Pretty much. Like, is there a writer following Bart? Oh, it's just coincidental. Like, Angry Dad style? I like here, when Bart enters the junior campus meeting, he starts Mm. talking like Ned. He's slowly transitioning into Ned. Like, he's he's becoming a really goody two-shoes, basically. And they announced the father-son raft and he remember he just sort of thinks, oh no, I've got to do something with Homer. Yeah. My son's Bart. I'm the captain. <laughs> <laughs> Warren's sad because his father's in prison. Yep. This was great. Ned has organized a guest. He's like, oh, my, my older brother is like, too bad. <laughs> We've already organized Ernest Borgnine. It was a good use of the guest star, do you think, here? I think he fit the right. role really well. It just, as a kid, I had no idea who he yeah, was. Yeah, he did. It's just the same deal. Like, even now, I don't know a lot about Ernest no, Borgnine. So he's from Macau's Navy. and Yeah, and yeah, I know what he's been in, yeah. but I didn't, it doesn't resonate with me. But uh, I guess, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they would have reached out specifically to him. Like, it must have purely been just to want to work with a good actor. Yeah. It just, it just still today, like you said, you're like, who is this guy? Hmm. Which probably makes us seem uneducated because he's probably a, a big star, maybe in the 70s. It's just 80s. before our time. That's yeah. all it was. It's not... A, yeah. Bart then gets home and Homer immediately starts teasing him. Oh, it's jerk practice, boy. Did they teach you how to sing to trees and build crappy furniture out of useless wooden logs? Huh? Oh! Stupid poetic justice. Actually, we were just planning the father-son river rafting trip. <laughs> you don't have a son. I love so hard at that line. It was amazing. It was so great. Bart and Homer then both thinking of ways, pacing back and forth. How can they get out of this? Yeah. Having to have, have Homer having to go with Bart and yeah. Bart having to take Homer with him. Yeah. Bart going the ask him, he'll say no, and then that'll be fine. And then like he's get uh, Homer's brain. Like he's gonna ask you. You don't want to go, but say yes. Like are you sure that? Ha- is you, wait. Are you he sure that's himself. how this works? <laughs> Just questions it. But then that shut up brain. I'll step you with a Q-tip. I'm like, eh, didn't work for me. I don't mind. I like him getting angry at himself. Yeah. I just love that his brain questions him. Yeah. Are you sure that's how things work? 
Dad, I really want you to come on this trip with me. Bart, I'd be delighted to go on your trip with you. Don't! It's now time for the trip, and Ernest and Warren, it's very awkward. They're just... Warren just doesn't want to be there. He's mm. just sad and he wants his brother there, but Ernest is trying to cheer him up and it's just not working. I felt so sorry for the sea captain here. He tries to sell them on this raft and it just seems, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> 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 Poor old sea captain. He just gives it a go, but he's a bubbling fool. He's, he's the worst sea captain in the history of television. Yep. Wait, worse than the skipper? On Gilligan's Island. Yeah. He like was the one bad. that actually got them in yeah, the mess. Yeah, he was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the last episode, oh no, no. For the patrons, we reviewed the mysterious voyage of Homer and Sea Captain, and I gave a great chili re- recipe. Yes, if you haven't listened, if you haven't subscribed to us on Patreon yet, there's so many podcasts on there available now for minimum two dollars per month. Anyway, so they're picking out partners, as we said. He knew Homer and Flanders were going to end up together. I like to, do you want me to zinc your sniffer? <laughs> I've used that line a few times. Nicholas, like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> they're going along the water, and I've just got here the rafting trip. From start to finish, it's just absolutely comedy gold. Yeah. As we've already mentioned, you are not my son. You are <laughs> not my son. Kicking it all <laughs> off. It's the best thing ever. Then uh, Flanders needs a map. Yeah. Anyone seen the map? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's the concern. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then he pulls out, well, at least someone's organized a Krusty Burger map. Krusty Burger map. Sea plant. You think it's yeah. useless. It actually, yeah. actually saves them at the end of the day, this map does. Flanders then needs directions and Homer's too busy. <laughs> Singing? No, he's... Uh, oh, sorry. Drooling over the maps. Over the, over right. the different yeah. Krusty Burgers, yeah. yeah. Too late. So then he has to pick a place. He goes down the wrong direction. Well, we yep. think it's the wrong direction. If they well, had gone well, the other way, they would end up at Camp that's Crystal true. Lake. Didn't, yeah. It seems like it wasn't a very well thought out... Where were um, they planning on going? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, where does the river go? Like, even the guys that followed the right direction had to fight off a bear... Hillbillies Deliberate. <laughs> and Jason Boys <laughs> and Jason Boys they've not had a good run <laughs> not at all alrighty so they end up going as we said down the wrong way which we think it's not it works out to be the best way possible it's not the be- it's not a good way but well, it's they the live. best way yeah they survive yeah end up in the ocean Flanders Homer we have to fight the current Wrong again, Wrong again Flanders. Flanders. <laughs> just taking control, but just fucking everything up. Yeah. But he says it with such conviction that you think yep. he could be right. Float back to land. And just further and further away. And it just happens so quickly. Even Homer concedes. He's like, do. <laughs> Come back from commercial. I love this dream sequence. Sugar. Do, 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 do. Just that, that visual. Honey, honey. Yeah. And the way he slows it down as the yep. tape, as the battery you runs out. Throws it out into the water. That was Todd's birthday present. Homer's line here was great. Now I have to face stupid reality again. <laughs> <laughs> this was this was one of my other favorite. There's so many fucking great moments in this. Flanders, my socks feel dirty. <laughs> give me some water <laughs> again. I know. Give some, yeah. Yeah. My fo- socks feel dirty again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so fucking great. The visual of <laughs> Flanders and Bart pleading, "We need this for ration." The Homer's yeah. just wasting the whole bottle on his dirty socks. Water, water everywhere. So let's all have a drink. <laughs> They have to save Homer so many times from killing himself, but then he ends up saving the day. But, fuck, Homer, this to me, I reckon, is one of Homer's greatest moments in the show's history up to this point. Um, Funniest. It is. Non-stop gags from Homer. I will point out that the actual line to that, by the way, is water, water everywhere and not a drop to drink. So that's what makes it even funnier. Yes. <laughs> that's all I have a drink. <laughs> that is... Um, I didn't know that. That is from a text from 1834, The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner by Samuel Taylor. So they stop Homer from drinking. He's just virtually giving up. Well, we're done for. And then a seagull flies over and Flanders is like, no, we're saved. Yeah. They only, like, they stay close to land. They only come out to sea to die. Honk. How good's the sound? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it sticks into the water. Ha ha. Wrong again, Flanders. And then Homer's rubbing it in saying, see, see, boy, I was right. Not Flanders. And Bart calls him out for it. Well, at least Flanders is trying to do something. You're just fucking being an oaf and you're ruining everything yeah. for everybody. Then he goes, I well, would, uh, to throw in another slight movie reference, yeah, by the cool. way, is um, Homer kind of going crazy here reminded me of Flight of the Phoenix, um, okay. which if you haven't seen... Haven't seen it, but I know of it, yeah. The original in particular, um, 60s odd with uh, Jimmy Stewart and Richard Attenborough. Um, holy shit, is that a good movie? Jurassic Park Man. Yes, Jurassic Park Man, young. Yep. Um, but a uh, plane crash lands in the desert and they have, like, they're sort of stranded there for a while before they're able to try and rejig away to get home okay. um, but there's a little bit of that going stir crazy because you've got nowhere to go mm-hmm. there's also a remake with um, starring Dennis Qu- Dennis Quaid and Giovanni Ribisi not worth watching it is but not for the same reasons okay 
purely for Dennis Quaid? Pretty much. Like it, it's one of the, like the first one is a lot better, but the second one is also enjoyable in its own right. Homer then calls everyone out, saying, well, "Since you guys are being sissies, I'll be in charge of the rations." Well, he's done a terrible job of looking yeah. after the rations up to the this secret, point. This is the key is Small taking bites. tiny bites. And it's the way he goes, hmm. Flanders here. I love the delivery of Flanders. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. It's just the way, it's just it's the struggle. Yeah. <laughs> so they pull Homer back, and this is where Homer has literally given up. He starts yeah. crying to himself. <laughs> Why couldn't I be in one of the smart refs? I bet they're having the time of their life. <laughs> This is just amazing. A, just the camera from behind the reeds. No words needed. No. Just the music and a giggle. Yeah. <laughs> and again, like this, this in what is, like, we, you know, we've said before, The Simpsons is not a kid's show, but it's marketed to kids more than anything. And they're referencing a, a, a an R18 movie about the absolute destruction of the male psyche featuring a fairly confronting male rape scene by hillbillies. Like, that is, make no mistake about it, that is what they're getting at <laughs> in that reference. Every man in America watching The Simpsons felt uncomfortable during those 10 seconds. <laughs> it's like five seconds long, but it's all it needed. It was yeah. just perfect. Cuts to Marge, or cuts to the police officers, uh, Wiggum, and he's saying, you don't know who's on the phone, just saying, yeah. look, we can't look for them until they've been missing for a week. We're just so busy. Cuts to him playing chess is it with a dog. Checkers with the dog. With the dog, yeah, checkers. Marge is saying, oh, they can't look for him. I'm so worried. As you, I'm glad they referenced Marge and Lisa being concerned yeah. that I'm missing. Patty and Selma are just not comforting at all. No, it is cougar season. <laughs> I think this is the last time we see Lisa and Marge in the whole episode. Yeah, it is. Just, they had to it's get It's just a in. little flash. Yep, yep, yep. This next part here, fucking, I was at work today crying of laughter. Godspeed, I, little doodle? No, not enough that, <laughs> the, the, the flair. That made me laugh. This is one of your church luncheon. Fucking thing, Flanders, and he shoots. This the, is the real deal. Yeah, shoots the flag up. When they come to save him, they oh, come to save us. Yes. Sorry. That, that, no, never mind. I just I, I looked at the wrong bit, so okay. I got really excited about something that's coming up, thinking it had happened. Then the dolphins. Yeah, the dolphins. <laughs> you're all going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, that's so good. The next part, when Flanders loses it, yes, and Homer slaps him back to reality. So thank you, and just keeps going. He's so satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "Thank you, Homer." <laughs> <laughs> just keeps doing it. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> He just, it just takes the opportunity and just goes with it. Then Homer uses the last cheese doodle. Uh, so before the cheese doodle, there's a, another cut back to the cops. Oh, of course. So he's finally been away yeah. and they get that. This um, scene is, this episode is amazing. Yeah. You see anything yet? Nothing, Captain. Somebody took all the beer and cold cuts. Oh, uh, that's it. I'm not even casting off until we go to the store. Homer then gets the last cheese doodle. And it's, what I will say is the, um, the score here is great throughout the whole last act, I reckon. Yeah. Just slowly getting more yeah. somber and somber. Yep. And the, the, the you'll the, thank me when we're frying up a big juicy fish. The design of the characters they're frying too. Frying anything, they're in a. There's, they're slowly sort of deteriorating. They're closing. Yeah. Getting, the sweat marks are getting bigger. The yep. Flanders have got the five o'clock shadow. How long were they meant to have been out in the water for? Presumably. Well, it had to have been more than a week. Otherwise, the police wouldn't have gone looking for them. Well, yeah. Or let's say the cops got in gear at least three days. Yeah. Um. And three days in a raft under the sun would be like a month anywhere else. Uh, also reminiscent of Heart of the Sea. the um, In the Heart of the Sea with Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. yes. Puts the cheese doodle. It's never going to catch a fish. Well, the fish no. actually bit it, I guess. He'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> Worst fishing line ever, fishing rod. Godspeed, little doodle. Yes. I've written down here, best pickup lines from The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, you can use it for that kind of reason. Yeah. <laughs> Godspeed, little doodle. It's like you, if anyone could your first top, sexual experience. If anyone <laughs> can top that. Yeah, what, uh, describe your first sexual experience yeah, with a Simpsons Godspeed, quote. little doodle. Yes. Yeah. Make, we need to make this I'll happen. Post, I'll post this on the page now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagined someone saying it to their own penis. <laughs> and that's what I mean. <laughs> so I've just posted that on the Four Finger Discount Facebook page. So you know exactly when we were recording this. Nick Rewalt in. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck's that going to do with anything? So, he sent out the cheese doodle and the fish is taken away. It's not coming back. I love that Homer just hangs on in desperate hope. Yes. It was a great transition yeah, of the fishy, getting dark. Fishy, fishy, Come back to daylight again. So, it's obviously at least one night. Mm. Homer then gives Bart the knife because... Well, he didn't actually buy it for him, did he? 
he stole it from that Bergnoin guy. Well, that's true. The but Bergnoin he, guy. he still did it for Bart. Yes, exactly. That yeah. was a nice... It was a nice... Yeah. They had to do that to Homie because he's just such a dick to Bart yeah. throughout the whole episode. But it is the his way of saying, we're going to die. It is, like, isn't it? That yeah. moment is just... Accepting. Yeah. I'll give you this because I'm I was, not, I was I'm going, not to, going to get a chance to later. I was going to give it to you at the end, yeah. The bear. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, it's just giving I'll up. take him down with my trusty Swiss Army knife. Um... Oh. <laughs> Cuts back and we get the really nice moment where Bart says if I had the strength I wouldn't give you a hug, Homer. Yep. We don't really get too many moments of Bart and Homer doing this. No, where, not where massively. <laughs> Homer then goes to give him the knife. Now be careful when you Oops! Dad, don't take this wrong, but your expression doesn't fill me with confidence. Yeah, actually, look, I was just looking into... He's doing nothing. Yeah. Well, I actually said to... I paused it, rewound it. I said to Nicola, how fucking great is this? And she goes, I don't get it. He's not doing anything. I'm like, that's the fucking joke. He's just like, there's something's about to happen. Like, the fucking boat's going down. Homer's just like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like, that's the end of it. And then it was a nice throwback because the map comes back into the equation and the crusty... Because they smell the burgers. They smell the food. Yep. And they Homer points out that, you know, there's a crusty burger on an off, offshore, offshore oil, oil rig. rig. Yeah. So Homer ends up saving the day. And Who I love thought? The, like the urgency. He's like, there's not much time. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing good, better than a smell of a good burger. This is a funny scene with Krusty as well. Another one of his failed ventures. Oh, yeah. We Bad. told you that these were like unpopulated. Unmanned. Unmanned oil <laughs> Ah, shut it down. Give me 700 Krusty burgers. <laughs> Do you want fries with that? <laughs> so Homer just virtually keeps this Krusty burger in business. Do you think you would have paid for him? He just wanted food. He didn't give a fuck. Yeah. How, Take out a second well, mortgage. How would he have? Yeah. How does the episode end? Oh, Bart's pretty much saying that, you know, I'm proud you're my father. You saved the day. <laughs> Sorry, I just... Cuts to... I just pictured... So, like, he doesn't pay for them and then he's getting kicked out and the cops on their boat come and pick him to up. To rescue him. And get a little democracy manifest action off the <laughs> offshore oil rig. <laughs> They should totally take the piss out of that scene. Gentlemen, this, this is democracy manifest. Look at the headlock, yeah? <laughs> oh, God. I've officially... I've, best part of that is, I'm under what? <laughs> You're under arrest? <laughs> Ta-ta and farewell. Ta-ta and farewell. If you haven't fucking seen that, just fucking just YouTube. Just type democracy manifest into YouTube. We need to make democracy manifest shirts. I think they exist, don't they? Vote one I, democracy manifest. I, I want one because it is one of the greatest things in the history of Australia. <laughs> For people, I'm sure we've spoken about it. For people that don't know, there was a serial um, skipper on bills of restaurants. Yeah. When he finally got arrested, he produces one of the greatest performances of all time for the cameras. Can we just play the audio? Oh, no, no. It, you, need the video, you need the video you need, to go with it. You need to picture the fact that there are six cops trying to drag <laughs> this guy into a car. Get your hands off and my penis. And he just stays so calm the whole way through. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. I see that you know your judo well. <laughs> there is a flurry of quotes in yeah. there. <laughs> anyway, every line. Every line he says It's, it's, the, it's a delivery. Yeah. It's amazing. If only that guy was still with us, man. <laughs> amazing. So we get it finishes with Well, it sure is lucky we stumbled upon this old abandoned summer camp. Yeah. Hey, how about a song? Okay. There was a farmer had a dog and Bingo was his name. It was a funny way to end the episode. What happened to those kids? They're dead. Although, presumably, they haven't had sex. So, maybe they'll be okay. Jason just kills anyone these days, doesn't he? Oh, maybe these days, but back then, wasn't... Did he just kill anyone who was there? Well, the, no, the... Because <sighs> oh, the virgin survived, didn't she? Virgins always survive. Yeah, the very because the very first one was Jason's mother doing the killing. You're right. It was Jason died because he drowned because the lifeguards were busy getting it on. Then he comes so out of the water. So, she came out and was just like killing anyone that was promiscuous because she was against sex because yeah. sex led to the death of her son. So, I, th- I, I believe that what this says is that Ernest Borgnoin... Bergnine. Bergnine. Bergwine. Or <laughs> Ernest Bergwine. Was a bit of a sex fiend. Oh my. That's 
So she was, saving, clear, she was saving the children. That's the clear subtext. Of he was, this he was saving the children. I don't know if he's a sex fan with kids. I don't want to go out that far. But I mean that he was we're like... Good, this, is, this is a real person. We need to make sure we, that we, he we was, clarify. We're joking here. No, no, no. I'm just saying that he wasn't a virgin. In the context that's of the episode. All. Not Bergnine. He was a lady killer. Bergnine. Yeah. Knee deep. Heartbreak kid. Daily. <laughs> just throwing it around like Charlie Sheen in the 90s. So what are your final thoughts? Mitchell? Well, my final a thoughts right now episode. are of a naked Ernest Borgnine, and I don't know that that's what I want in my head. Well, think of something else then. Um, I it, just, it's just a, it's just a really so fun. much fun. I wasn't even that excited looking forward to I wasn't even that excited going back to watch this, mm. and it just blew me away. Maybe that's why I liked it so much, because it was just so much better than I remembered it being. Yeah, possibly. But this, like, I, I, I've never had an experience like this so far since doing the show that an episode has blown me away so much that I didn't really... When I was a kid, I... This episode was yeah. take it or leave it. So you know? I'd I'd remembered it fondly. I knew that we were up for a good time, but I didn't remember just how many little bits and pieces there are in here that'll laugh out loud funny. What did we learn, Palmer? So what did you learn from the episode, Mitch? I'm trying to think what I learned. <laughs> so much. <laughs> so many things. Um I mostly learned that you can ward off a bear with a sp- the right combination of spork, magnifying glass, and can opener. Can you though? Well, they obviously survived. Well, they, got well, to the Camp they survived without the Swiss yeah. Army knife. But <laughs> but th- those are the three things. If a gr- if a black bear is ever attacking you, Swiss Army knife. They're the three tools you need. I le- legitimately that seagulls go out to sea to die. Do they? Apparently so. Did you look it up to verify? Well, guys, three guys away told me it's true. Maybe I'll Google it now just to make sure that I've learned something that is correct and the Simpsons aren't playing. To be funny fair, I don't know if I've ever come across in the, a dead in the process. Go on to what I post on the Facebook page and read out some of the comments that we've had so far. Have we had a few? I don't know. I haven't checked yet. It's been such a short period of time. <laughs> oh, I have a lot of notifications. Um, Seagulls go to sea to die. Well, Flanders said it's true, so it's got to be right. 105 likes in seven minutes. <laughs> it's so gratifying to leave you wallowing in the mess you've made. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Martin. <laughs> You're screwed. Thank you. Goodbye. Uh <laughs> That's a little dirty, but Homer and Marge with um, the Can I Come Too lady. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen that meme. It's good, isn't it? Uh, nobody snuggles with Max Power. You strap yourself in and feel the Gs. No chance. Not on your first time, AD Adam. I'm calling you out. That is absolute horseshit. <laughs> um, you tried your best and you failed miserably. <laughs> there are a few more. Apparently, it's, it's highly unlikely that birds and many other animals know when they're going to die. <laughs> So March's father. Don't look at me. <laughs> That's the best one. <laughs> That's better than ours. Mr. Burns. Yes. <laughs> that don't look at me is the best one of the lot, man. It's pretty great. goddamn good. <laughs> we need to do this every episode. <laughs> Something sexual. Read, read out the or... names too, in case they're listeners. Who put the don't look at me? Uh, don't look at me was posted by. Liam Terwilliger. Okay. <laughs> Relative Fantastic. Bob. And uh, Ben Gross was um, the poster of Mr. Burns. Uh, Jesse Allen's put in, should I whack slow or whack fast? <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Hazling Rose Hollins as Lisa. Eh. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> oh, this is great. I can't believe I ate the whole thing. That is... Oh. <laughs> we have a winner. That is the best. <laughs> <laughs> that give that man the ten thousand oh, dollars. Who was Marcus that? Marcus Black. Oh. <laughs> well done, sir. Oh, send him a friend request. <laughs> oh, watch out for the shack attack. This just that will require a tetanus shot. This just keeps on giving. It's amazing. <laughs> this is incredible. That's seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this is this could change the internet. This should be the podcast. We throw something out and we just read comments. <laughs> so. Mailbag oh. time? Yeah, Do mailbag we have time. time. For mailbag now, we're just going to read out comments. No, we've got time for mailbag. Um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Jamail! Jamail is here! Ooh! Thank you very much. Firstly, some Patreon exclusives. Yes. Um, we got to throw some love to our homeboys, everything I learned about movies. We've spoken about them before on the show, but they've. The, um, can, so, Stephen uh, Kerr. St- thank you. Everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm lost. My head's back on yeah, all no. of these. Everything I love about movies. If you love movies and you love beer, then everything I love about movies has the podcast for you. There's guys that have a beer, they watch a movie, and they talk about what they love about both that beer and that movie. And they do bad movies as well. So I think there was one where they did Jaws the Revenge and Jaws 3. Yeah, right. If, if you love taking the piss out of shit movies, this is the podcast They're the for places you. to go. So get, you can find them at Everything I Learned About Movies podcast. And we also have a very, very special... 
special and month-awaited uh, update on our $5 Patreons. Um, so, these are all the guys that have become either five or more. Or um, upgraded from two five to five. Or, more. Yep, or two to it, eight. Or, or upgrades, whatever it might have been. So, thank you. For, there's a couple of fake names in here, which I like. But thank you very much to Justin Jones, Rural Route 9, Sabrina, Tim Slonka, Chris Dunnell, Charlotte Tisson, Paul, Flamenco Adventure 2017. What is that? I don't know, but I want I'm to be a part Google of it. it. Kynan Mugford, Emily Gray, John Kemp, Kyle Beach, and Australian Bogan champion Dylan. Fuck. An Australian Bogan champion Dylan Hallett. Fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna leave this in. <laughs> an Australian Bogan champion Dylan Haggett. You finally got it out, man. Oh man. Normally, what happens when I meet people, they say, "Is there much editing that goes on in the show?" And I go, "No, not really. We're pretty good now." And then sometimes that happens. <laughs> He's been a long-time listener, so thank you for your support, Dylan. Hope you appreciate all the exclusive content you're finding on the Patreon. Patreon, Patreon so it's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash discount. Tons and tons of exclusive podcasts on there. Thank and you. videos. Let's play videos of us playing all sorts of Oh, my Adelaide games. video is nearly done too. Okay, cool. Mitch is when you went on his road trip to Adelaide to talk at the Mr. Burns play. And as I mentioned, there will be, or well, there is in the, uh, in the Mysterious Voyage of Homer, um, which you can get for two bucks right now, you can get my chili recipe. Yes. And I promise you that that chili recipe is worth more than $2. This month, we're going to be doing a review on The Prestige. Last month, we reviewed uh, Jurassic Park, yep. and we did a top 10 Skinner moments, and you did your top 10 principles in movies. So, so many top 10s, movie reviews, premium episode reviews. So, we jump forward and we review episodes from the future that are classic episodes. <laughs> episodes from the future, ones that don't even exist yet. They don't exist yet, <laughs> yes. And yeah, there's just tons of videos and whatnot. It's just so much content on there. So, for minimum $2 per month, you get access to that. $1 per month, to get you access into the monthly draw. And Mitch, how about we draw the winner of this month out right now? That'd be a really good idea. You just need to hop off the couch and you need to draw out a winner. <laughs> I'll get the bag for you. All right, the bag is in front of me now. Canvas bags, because we're all about that environment here at Four Finger Discount. I'm all about that environment, about that environment. No aerosols, all about that environment. <laughs> Courtesy of popculture.com. Oh, man. I want this one. I was going to actually let you have that one. Do you want it? I'll no, go. no, no. Uh, you I'm sure? a man of my principles. <laughs> okay. <God>. okay. <laughs> Olivia Sermon, you are going to get a slightly panted upon, um, but still in the box, but I will be breathing heavily on this. This uh, from season 19, episode 11, Weird Al Yankovic. 25th anniversary, six-inch figurine. I think a six-inch, five-inch figurine. Courtesy of our friends at popculture.com.au. They've donated these prizes. Plus, you also get a little a 20- ditty about Homer and Marge. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Plus, you get a $20 gift card that can be used on the website at popculture.com.au. So, thank you. So, guys. please um, shoot us a message, or we've got your email address, but we'll get in touch um, yes. with delivery details and all yes. that sort of thing. Yes. Send us your address, and we'll get that to you ASAP. Maybe we should probably read out the winner's name once again, just but we brushed over it pretty quickly. Olivia. Yes. Sermon. Olivia Sermon. If you are listening, we hope you are, because you're a patron of the show. You have just won yourself, as we said, the Weird Al Yankovic and a $20 gift card. So send us your details and we'll get it out to you ASAP. Now, Mitch, mm. time for the mailbag. Time for the mailbag. Got a couple of real life stories that have come through. Uh, this is from Andrew. Hey, guys, still loving the show all over it every week when it comes out. Just wanted to share a Sim- Simpsons in real life story. I've just started a job high school teaching. I was taking a year 12 literature class the other day on which we were starting a unit on To Kill a Mockingbird. Early in the class, I dropped the casual quip of it contains no useful information on how to kill mockingbirds. Quick as a flash, one kid goes, but it does teach you how to not judge how not to judge a man by the colour of his skin. Instant best friends forever with that kid. Which I think crosses teacher Boundaries. Best friends forever. <laughs> What's he like? Seventeen? Andrew, please. <laughs> Respect yourself. <laughs> um Jason Cannon from one Simpson story to another. This one I um <laughs> I Jason enjoyed. Cannon, another long time listener of the show. Yeah, he is. So, this will stick with him. Uh, this is something that when he was at university, he was due to head home to his uh, family's house for Christmas. His family live in a small town called, or a small city, he says, called Peterborough in the UK. That you, is... You're li- aware of oh, Peterborough? I've, I've, yeah, I knew because he lives near Nicola. It's literally about 40-minute drive from Nicola's house. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, and it must be hard for you guys being long-distance husband and wife exactly, like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I was only going to be... He was only going to be home for a few days. He was looking forward to Christmas Day with the family, obviously. When he arrives on Christmas Eve, he gets a story from his dad that his Portuguese friend at work had asked what he was doing for Christmas. His dad, being polite, gave it the having the family over. You should try and stop by. Uh, I'm doing this thing, but you know, try and stop by. 
We'd love to have you over. You're not going to come over because you'd be doing your own family things and yeah. I'm doing my family things. But still, feel free to come over. <laughs> like, if you want to come over, you can come. But, but if the, you come, we'll be But very, you're not going to come. It'll be unexpected if you come. <laughs> well, lo and behold... <laughs> oh, what happened? Later that evening, fast forward to Christmas dinner, we're about to eat when we hear a knock at the door. Cue Miguel and his two young children and mother who don't speak a word... who didn't speak a word of English. Oh, my. <laughs> they proceed to stay with them for the day... Um, with her mum, his mum in sheer panic. Wait, what day was this? Christmas. On actual Christmas uh, day? Well, it just says Christmas dinner. Oh my goodness. Let's say at the very least it's Christmas Eve. Um, well, he said, what are you doing Christmas day? So no, presumably it was Christmas day. Oh, go away. Um, but well, no, let's say Miguel doesn't have much going on. That's kind of a lovely moment from his point of view. But um, Jason's mum... Uh, in sheer panic, takes the present that he had bought for her, ripped off the label and gave it to them as if they'd bought a gift. That's terrible. <laughs> he says to this day, he still has a memory of them sitting on the couch, making awkward conversation with the Portuguese family while an old lady sat on the sofa watching Happy Feet. <laughs> sure, Happy Feet. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I really, really like that. So that's good job on keeping up a, a tradition of the British people just being far too polite. Yes. Question that's come through from us from Damien Cunningham. So recently, he was uh, he and his br- uh, brother were in Barcelona, um, which he's described as being spellbinding. Uh, while they're at the beach, decided to listen to our review of Camp Krusty. I love the idea of people listening to our show a together, b on holidays mm. when they could be doing so many more productive things. Um, his brother turned on the portable speaker first, and then. Just chose to play the podcast, not realising how loud it was going to be. And the Camp Krusty theme Kicks off with the Camp Krusty song. Blared out. So you get the, hail to the Camp (laughs) Krusty, ringing out over the beach of Barcelona. Now, at this point, I would like to put out a call. Were any, by some miracle, were there any other Four Finger Discount listeners that were on that beach that heard that song (laughs) that have been telling their friends about this amazing time that someone was playing Camp Krusty at the beach? Because that would be cool. But no, so his question to us is, have you ever experienced or used a Simpsons song or quote that was horribly out of context and, you know, caused some embarrassment? I've at One time I uh, pulled up to the petrol station, windows down, and I mm. had the Simpsons CD, what's it called? The Simpsonic one? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was <laughs> really full blast, where the sauce on your steak, where the cheese, and this dude just rocks up in a ute next to me and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I felt like an idiot. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, I but just, the worst part was I was singing it as I pulled up, not realizing the windows down. I was just I was in the zone, man. I love that song. Um, it's so gratifying to leave you wallowing in the mess you've made. Has reached ninety eight likes in the comment section. Did you see, um, Andrew Johnston. Andrew posted Johnson's posted. posted hand. I'll never wash this hand again. <laughs> <laughs> Rory Burns has posted Smithers carrying the corner with two chicks dancing in front of him. Yes, <laughs> this is uh, this is the gift that keeps on giving. This comment thread. Don't go there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, put it back. She's not done yet. (laughs) Watch out for the shack attack. My Um, cat's breath smells like cat food. That has so many more meanings. Yeah. (laughs) God. (laughs) My eyes. AD Adam strikes again. My eyes. The goggles do nothing. There's just so many great ones. Do not touch Willy. (laughs) That's perfect. Uh, there's one here of Snake holding on to money that simply says, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop reading these out. All right. You go to our Facebook page and check out the rest. Uh, um, so, a moment that's embarrassed you listening to The Simpsons or... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Context. Um, no, this was just a moment that made me feel like a bit of an asshole where I was simply quoting um, Dental Plan as someone at school, like you know, early high school, someone had gotten braces that very day. Um I didn't know. It was like the opening... It was the first little bit of homeroom, so I had no idea. But she, turns out, was a little bit self-conscious about the fact that she got them. And with my back to the door, as she's walked in, I've given it the dental plan! And just, oh. just instantly. Like, you just, the the room just went like... <gasps> and I was like, oh. You're, you're I, the prick. What have I done? And yeah. I turned around and saw her and I was like, oh, shit. Now I'm going to have to move schools. <laughs> Get on the wrong bus. <laughs> so, thanks for listening to our review of Boy Scouts in the Hood. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I enjoyed doing this review. One of my favourites in a long time, I think. It's pretty big, I guess. How good's that one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one's courtesy of Jacob Southgate. <laughs> so many great ones. So, we'd love to hear you guys, from you guys. Mailbag at fourfingerdiscat.com.au. Tell us. Describe to us with a Simpsons quote your first sexual experience. Yep. We want to hear some absolute do's. We'll read some of them out in the next episode if they are worthy. Uh, Mitch, 
Any final words for the listeners? We've already plugged Patreon. With next week, we're going to be doing a review of the Last Temptation of Homer, staying on the on oh, the, yes. on the uh, topic of sex. Yeah. Well, I, I'll give last words just in looking forward to that. Um, hubba, hubba. Four Finger Discount is brought to you today by Podbean, the podcasting app that not only allows you to record on the go, but also upload from anywhere in the world on your mobile device. The Podbean app makes it simple to get started with podcasting. No expensive equipment required. All you need is an idea, and Podbean does the rest. So download the Podbean app now for your Apple or Android device and enjoy the freedom of mobile podcasting.